Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business News Afternoon Report for Tuesday, the 12th of December, 2023. I'm Sean Aylmer. Every afternoon, we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 closed up half a percent today to 7,235 points with the market at close to a three-month high. It was all about the tech stocks, with the sub-index up more than 2%. Zero jumped more than 4%, while REA and WiseTech Global were both up more than 2.5%. Consumer staples, REITs and healthcare and telcos also did well. Among the large caps and away from the tech stocks, Cochlear jumped 2.4%, Woolies rose almost 2%, Brambles and Fortescue Metals were up 1.6%, and Aristocrat Leisure rose more than 1%. On the other side of the ledger, Rio Tinto and QBE both fell. Telstra was higher, so too Goodman Group and all the banks. Story number two, consumer sentiment jumped this month, but it's still very weak. And the latest measure of business conditions and confidence has fallen. An easing of interest rate fears helped the consumer gloom, but all up 2023 has been a bit of a shocker for confidence, according to the Westpac Melbourne Institute Index. As Westpac senior economist Matthew Hassan put it, consumers remain far from upbeat. While the index ends the year higher than it was, 2023 marks the second worst calendar year on record for sentiment, using records going back to 1974. By contrast, this year, business has been relatively upbeat, according to the National Australia Bank survey, but it's finishing the year more pessimistic than a few months ago. Business conditions, including trading, profitability and employment, fell during November. Confidence also dropped with the biggest falls in retail. Story number three, the federal government's migration policy unveiled yesterday has received... Hmm, a lukewarm response with the opposition leading the criticism, warning that the decision to ban foreign traders from accessing the new fast-track visa systems could put upward pressure on house prices. Opposition leader Peter Dutton today called it the completely wrong decision. As part of the new migration strategy, Labor will create a priority visa pathway for employers to bring in migrants who earn more than $135,000 in an application process that will take just seven days. But highly paid tradies, machinery operators, drivers and labourers have been excluded. Highly paid tradies would instead need to come through the new core skills visa stream, which will only allow applications if a job is deemed to be in shortage by the federal government. Visas in this stream will be processed at a slower pace of about three weeks. Bricklayers, carpenters, electricians, joiners, painters, plasterers and plumbers are all on the Department of Home Affairs current skilled occupation list, the equivalent of that one. That's due to persistent workforce shortages. We'll see if they shift across to this new core skills list. Story number four, Stephen Miles says he will seek nomination as Queensland Premier with Treasurer Cameron Dick as his deputy when the Labor Party caucus meets on Friday. Miles' bid for the premiership follows the shock resignation of Anastasia Palaget as Premier on Sunday after nearly nine years in the role. Stephen Miles says that there will be changes to Queensland's cabinet after the new Premier takes the reins. He confirmed that Cameron Dick would remain Treasurer and also become Deputy Premier. Should Labor's caucus back his bid for leadership on Friday, it's likely leadership contender Shannon Fentiman, who pulled out on Monday, will remain in her job as health minister. And story number five, a draft communique from the COP28 climate summit in Dubai has dropped any pledge to phase out fossil fuels, triggering a fierce debate among countries, including Australia, which want the commitment back in. The draft text that was released by the United Arab Emirates fell well short of many countries' and Green Group's hopes, it promises to reduce oil and gas, and there's a bunch of commitments that countries could do as opposed to 
will do. Observers said the wording is trying to win over fossil fuel giant Saudi Arabia. Energy Minister Chris Bowen told a closed-door meeting of ministers that although the draft was a step forward, it was not a step change, and Australia could not support the document as it stood. Bowen was speaking in his role as chairman of the so-called umbrella group of countries at the COP negotiations, which includes among its 11 members, the US, Britain, Norway, Canada, New Zealand, and Japan. The EU also hit back at the draft text. That's it for the afternoon report for Tuesday, the 12th of December, 2023. Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning with the Wednesday edition of Fear and Greed Business News. I'm Sean Elmer. Enjoy your evening. <laughs>